0: Welcome to Gay Geek Bizarre Show, episode 138, and it's Monday, May 6th, 2019. I am Nard. And this is Ray. Yes, welcome everyone to the show where we talk about gay stories, geek news, and bizarre topics. Ray, we picked up our shirts yesterday. Yes, sir. <laughs> shoes. Yeah, we're getting ready for your wedding.
1: Woohoo! That's right. Yeah. So that's right. And next weekend, I'll pick up the suits after they've all been alter- altered. Yay. Yay! It
0: took it took a long time, but it's just wondering why. Maybe there was just a big backlog. I think that's what it is.
1: But well, no. She the our salesperson was out for almost three weeks because she'd had an emergency surgery or something. So Oh,
0: he didn't know. Okay. She could, yeah, she could have uh, delegated it to someone But I guess not Anyway so I saw it Very nice Pink Oh no, wait not pink But salmon Salmon shirts they very gay yeah, Very fine yeah. Okay I'm excited to wear them soon And the shoes are very nice too So I get to It's a good thing we bought new shoes So I could use that uh, For the uh, For the wedding And for of course for the uh, Wedding rehearsal
1: Okay. Okay and, yep. Anyway so yesterday What did you guys do? uh went to church timo went to work and then we went and celebrated cinco de mayo afterward oh okay so yeah we went and had some burritos and some margaritas and then we came home and watched game of thrones oh and my god Starbucks, <laughs> and
0: there's a brand you, know you saw that too i huh? there's i did rewind and it's all over the news, all over Twitter, and I saw it this morning. That, uh, oh, yeah.
1: But, I mean, yeah, there's all kind of memes about it, about on the west side of Winterfell. The best one I like is on the west side of Winterfell. It's, uh, you know, all the stuff going on after the battle. And then they show the east side of West uh, Westerfeld, and then it's all white, and it says Starbucks on it. Oh, yeah, that's right. This looks like a castle. Westeros. So Westeros. Yeah, so, Westeros.
0: so there's a uh, –
1: a... No, Winterfell. No, oh, they're in Westeros. Winterfell's the castle. Is that Winterfell? No, they're at Winterfell,
0: the castle. Oh, Winterfell! So there's a branch in Winterfell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's to go to probably be the title of the show, uh, yeah. Starbucks. And
1: I shared it this morning, and then I put uh, Daenerys' full title on there. Yeah, so that, I thought that was Westeros. There were
0: Wester Winterfell
1: is the castle. At... Westeros is the country, but the castle is Winterfell. Oh, okay. Starbucks at Winterfell.
0: Anyway. So that's interesting that uh, they still, I, you know, queens need to get coffee too, you know, Daenerys even needs yeah. kind of coffee, yeah. Yeah. So yesterday also, uh, we went to Tony's Corner Pocket because myself both did have a fundraiser. So yeah, did you strip? No, there were no, there were no strippers, but we had, we did have a piñata, pine- and it's full of candies yeah. and uh, Magnum XLs. For some reason, one of my teammates just put, hey, let's put in condoms, let's put in Magnums, so they put in Mag- Magnum XLs in there. Oh.
1: Uh. And who on your team needs Magnum XL? That's
0: why it's in the piñata because nobody's using it. That's why it's in the piñata so everybody oh, no. else can do it. Oh, no. Anyway, so everybody's uh, wait, wait. Somebody can use it on my friend Alfredo. <laughs> Love you, Alfredo. Uh-huh. Anyway, so I was the cashier for the team because uh, I wasn't feeling. You know, I was under the weather yesterday, so I was just sitting down. Otherwise, I would have been selling the jello shots and things like that. But I just got. Mm-hmm. I just sat down and uh, did the cashier stuff. It's fun. Be, uh, yeah. Just running my OCT, good doing some counting, uh, accounting as I go along, and we raised about fifteen hundred for the team. Yes, that's pretty good.
1: Well, that's good. Yeah,
0: fifteen. Yep. Just so. shedding jello shots. All I really stuff.
1: did, other than than shopping for wedding, was mulch at the church. So.
0: Oh, I was thinking. I kept thinking you're mulching there at the house, but you're actually mulching the church. Wow, look at you, community church, service. Yeah.
1: Good for you, Ray. That's right. I got a lot of sins to make up for in my thirties. Uh, Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) Let's keep that in mind.
0: Okay, let's go to our story
1: spray. Let's go to the gay. Okay, Fifty Shades author teases new erotic BDSM novel featuring two gay men. E.L. James, the author of the best-selling Fifty Shades series of erotic novels, is teasing fans that she may write a new novel featuring two gay men. In an interview with The Times, Paywall, James says that she will be she's been swapped with fans begging for her to write a book that features gay men and it's not just men asking her to pen the erotica women are writing in and asking for some man-on-man action too but will she do it never say never she told the paper James says the idea interests her because having two men in the relationship would take away the power dynamics based on gender roles so so it's not gonna so. be like
0: it's gonna do you, it's of gay is about what's the, what's the guy's name Christian still Christian
1: Christian well, the in the original books it was Christian. Okay,
0: yeah. so the books. Did you read the books?
1: Yes, yes, I did read the books. Oh, okay.
0: So the upcoming book. It's
1: basically, just, it's basically a BDSM romance novel for straight people. That's all it is. It's,
0: but this time they're gonna they're going to they're going to uh, introduce gay men. Probably, probably just just supporting yeah. actors or support, supporting characters, not necessarily the main characters, right?
1: Well, no. This is a whole new book, whole different series. So it is
0: gonna, it is really gonna be uh, a, a a gay story, a, a, a gay BDSM. See, okay, we yeah. we have some comments. But here. if you go to
1: Amazon, but if you go to Amazon, there's tons of those already written by women. Wait, gay
0: sex bet- that is written by women.
1: Yes, most of the gay sex books out there, the BDSM novels and stuff and gay novels is all written by women Yeah, because I sent you one that we're supposed to be interviewing here shortly.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. So we have here some comments from Facebook. So, yeah, we have comments on this particular story from Brian. He says that more crappy books. He doesn't, I guess he doesn't like The Fifty Shades of Grey. I haven't read the books. I only watched the, the movie, the first one. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah he says that it means that uh, she will make a lot of money. And Nate says uh, he's not a fan. I'm not a fan," he says. "But go for it if you want to. You do you, Ray. If you, if you are, you, are you a big fan really, or are you just a so-so, Ray, on this books?
1: I mean, I like the books. I mean, I didn't, you know, they were. It's a straight romance novel with BDSM involved in it, so. I mean, the romance is more than the BDS thing. People, straight people just like to work up the whole BDSM angle. I see.
0: So, and Joshua says, "Gay
1: BDSM and straight BDSM is two totally different things." Yes, definitely.
0: Totally. Let's. Go, we're gonna have to see. There's a comment here. So Joshua says, uh, "Fan fiction, fiction, uh, fan fiction, uh, fan fictions uh, beat her to the punch on that one." And what does Steve mean as if saying, "As if, as if she can write gay porn, yeah. really?" Oh, yeah. Yeah, and the last one is something we can talk about a woman this is from Andrew a, wo- a woman writing about gay sex yawn it makes him yawn
1: so yeah but if you go look but if you go look at all the most of the gay romance novels written on that you can buy or download on Amazon I'd probably say over half of them are written by women
0: yeah that's true but have if you've read them though have you read a gay book a, a gay BDSM book Written by a woman, and how accurate yes. is it? I mean, not accurate, but it's more like how how do you when it was uh, written that way? How do you Ray re- fe- uh, re- feel how it was written? Was it very authentic? Or th- I mean, it's okay. I read it. It's okay. I mean,
1: there's a couple series I was following there for a while when I was reading heavily and stuff. So I mean, it's escapism. I mean, it's not like you know, it's supposed to be a romance novel and. <laughs> People are buying them, so...
0: Yeah, okay. Anyway, I'm, uh, I haven't read these books because I'm really a slow leader. But anyway, so let's see. Let's see what happens. Let's wait for the book. Uh, no, not the book. Let's wait for the movie. <laughs> you think when it comes out, maybe they would. Yeah. Maybe, 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 maybe not. All right, let's go to the geek ray. So the geek hears about uh, renewable uh, renewable energy. So America's renewable uh, renewable energy is set to surpass uh, coal for the first month ever. Okay, that's kind of predicted. I kind of kind of assumed that uh, that's what I am assuming that it would eventually. So anyway, America
1: never assume.
0: Yeah, but it depends. It depends. It's more like prediction that you know this would this would catch on. We'll comment more more later after the after this article. So America's clean energy revolution is on the verge of a tipping point. The renewable energy sector is projected to generate more electricity than coal during the month of April, according to a recent uh, report published by the uh, Institute of Energy, Economics, and Financial Analysis. That's never happened before. Coal, long the king of the power sector, uh, has already been dethroned by natural gas. See, natural gas already beat it. A much cleaner burning uh, fossil fuel. Now, uh, coal is facing intensifying pressure from wind and solar power. 5 years ago this would never this uh, ago this would uh, this never would have been close to happening Dennis Wamsteed, research and analyst at the IEFA said in an interview so the transition that's going on in the electric sector in the United States has been phenomenal even a uh, decade ago America's renewable energy had little presence other than hydropower but a wave of investment first into wind and then solar uh, has made these new technologies for cheap, far cheaper. At the same time, increased awareness about climate change has led the, Amer- the many American businesses, um, households, and uh, state legislators to demand cleaner energy. Renewables are just a better bet at the moment. Yeah, so kind of predictable, right? So the problem for coal is economics. Wind and solar costs have plunged to so drastically that 74% of the U.S. coal fleet could be replaced by renewable energy and still have customers' money, uh, according to a report uh, released last month by nonpartisan think tank Energy Innovation. And America's coal power plants aren't getting any younger. Yeah, they can't last forever. And the average coal plant is about 40 years old. According to Walmsteed, coal plants typically last around 40 to 60 years before getting phased out. As they say, these these plants... Uh, these plants require more maintenance and repairs, making renewable power all that much more attractive. So, right, it's uh, kind of exciting that uh, that p- solar wind, solar power, and wind power is uh, gaining uh, gaining more than um, than coal. This like Trump always said that yeah. you know, Trump always wanted to uh, support the coal industry, but it's it's in it's. Uh, well, yeah, he was just doing that to get votes. Oh yeah, he's
1: just doing that for the but. Uh, Even some of the oil companies are starting. Well, I know this from insider information, and I'm just saying that certain oil companies have recognized that climate change is an issue. Yep and one of the things that they're investing in is more renewable energy and less on fossil fuels yep because of that oh yeah we've known and they're and they're changing their whole strategy not that they're completely phasing out their oil industry but they're moving stuff over to more renewable energy
0: yeah so so let's wait for that maybe a couple more decades it would be mainstream yeah Yeah, we'll see what happens yeah
1: i wish houston would kind of get like uh new orleans i've noticed (laughs) as you drive I ten through New Orleans. There's a lot of houses with solar s- solar panels on them.
0: Oh yeah, even the uh, ninth, uh, lower ninth ward where uh, Katrina flooded, well, well, you know the Katrina yeah. floods happened, and uh, the houses were replaced, and uh, most of them have solar solar powered houses. So, yeah, thanks yeah. thanks to uh, Brad Pitt, it was one of his projects in New Orleans. Okay, so that's exciting. Okay. All right, so let's go
1: to the bizarre Ray. What's the bizarre? Oh, it's exciting. Two cases, two HIV cases linked to spa that gave trendy vampire facials. The so-called vampire facials that have been touted by celebrities for ostensible... Ostent, I can't even talk to I said ostensible. Celebrities, celebrities for ostensible rejuvenation benefits have been linked to... To two cases of HIV in New Mexico, according to health officials, the New Mexico Department of Health first warned that clients of the since closed, excuse me, oh my God, VIP spa, really? Okay, and I couldn't help it. I'm tired, man. It's been a long day. The New Mexico Department of Health first warned that clients of the since closed VIP spa in Albuquerque should be tested for possible bloodborne infections, including HIV, hepatitis B and Hepatitis C last fall after an inspection found the spa's practices could have put some clients at risk. The NMDOH said that laboratory testing on specimens from the two clients indicates recent infection with the same HIV virus, increasing the likelihood that the two HIV infections may have resulted from a procedure at the VIP spa. Officials urge anyone who had a procedure involving a needle injection at VIP Spa between May and September of last year to undergo free testing for the viruses. Free testing sites include uh, South Valley Health Commons and Casa de Salud Family Medical Office, both located in Albuquerque. While over 100 VIP Spa clients have already been tested, NMDOH is reaching out to ensure that testing and counseling services are available for individuals who received injection-related related services at the spa. NMDOH Cabinet Secretary Kathy Kunkel said in a statement, Dr. Barbara Strom of Molecular Cosmetics has been credited as a member of the team that developed the trend. Her brand sells a $1,400 blood cream. The procedure has been championed by Gwyneth Paltrow's controversial lifestyle brand, Goop, which describes a blood facial as a process in which healing factors from a patient's own blood are re-injected into the skin, rejuvenating it much the same way PRP treatments help heal joints and injuries in orthopedics and sports medicine. The vampire blood facial, as as it's sometimes called, has won clients and celebrities from Kim Kardashian, who later claimed she regretted it, to Victoria Beckham. Kardashian, who wrote a blog last year that she was not able to take painkillers before her own procedure because she learned she was pregnant, described it, described it as the most painful thing ever. Well, so why did she do it? Well, well, because she's a dumbass.
0: She's a dumbass. I mean, why? If she was pregnant, then she shouldn't even
1: have been doing it. But anyway, yeah. so it's intriguing. Even Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, the, yeah. Gwyneth, who's so? My pre- question is: This health spa. Did they just come up with their own type of blood facials? And we're just like paying people, you know, picking some homeless guy up off the street. It's like, here, we'll give you twenty bucks for a pint of blood. I mean, that. My question is, where'd their blood sources come from? Did they get contaminated blood?
0: That's right. Was it Gwyneth Paltrow in uh, in uh, Infinity Wars? Wait, wasn't? Yeah,
1: in yep, that's Endgame. Yep. Endgame. That's right. Yeah, she's uh, Miss. Uh, she's Penny. Whatever her name was. Yeah. Penny,
0: yeah. Anyway, so she was uh yeah, she even uh, endorsed this, so it's kind of funny that she would even do it. But anyway, so would you be interested in rejuvenating your skin with blood ray? No. Even if it's your own if I, blood. Do it, it's because, if
1: I do it if I do it it's because I've ripped the heart out of one of my enemies and are eating it at the same
0: time. Oh gross. I'm not even gonna do that. But anyway, so I think so okay, so this is HIV and there's needles involved. And uh, they two people with the same strain of HIV got infected, so it's just dumb for display to not even uh, uh, sterilize their stuff, or they don't know they don't have the
1: proper procedures. Well, that's the whole deal. My question is, where did the blood come from? Because I don't think it came from needles. I think it came from the blood they had that they used.
0: Yeah, but they were saying about needles and stuff. But so, it's just dumb. I mean, the, the, I don't know. It's yeah. just something. That's so.
1: uh, needless to say. Everybody that worked at this clinic has disappeared because I'm sure there are lawsuits, and everybody's like, "We're closed, bankrupt, nothing there."
0: Yep. No, so. they oh, must have left. All right, let's go to the uh, uh, another story for for bizarre, sorry. So, police find 44. Oh, that's a lot. Really small too. 44 stolen diamonds hidden inside man's butt. So a New Mexico, New Mexico
1: again. It's New Mexico. Uh, maybe New Mexico is trying to catch up with Florida. It's the New
0: Florida. <laughs> so a new fexig- a new a New Mexico man faces charges after police pulled him over on Sunday for driving a motorcycle without a license plate. But then upon further inspection, discovered his hidden treasure. How did they even know this? Eusebio Padilla, after being pulled over, was discovered to have a knife in possession. WTHR reports that knife evidently led to Padilla's full pat down and the full pat down led to the officers discovering what appeared to be a baggie of more than three dozen uh, diamonds I have 44 to be exact is said. so uh, stowed away inside Padilla's anal cavity what were they doing in his butt anyway Padilla attempted to surreptitiously remove the baggie from his anus at the traffic stop, but apparently did not do so quick enough. Uh, Talk about carbon under pressure. Uh, Padilla said he received the diamonds from his uncle, which presumably begs the question, police or uh, uh, anyone really might ask, then why were they hiding inside your rectum? After further interrogation, police said Padilla eventually admitted his diamonds in the rough were likely stolen. And police later reported he was planning on trading them for drugs. That is essentially all the existing information there is on the story. And to be honest, of course, many of us have questions about this. So what are the signs of... The, the, the story is incomplete. So what is it the size of the diamonds? What the, are, are we talking about? Uh, tiny ring stones or are more impressive carrot size. So why did Padilla decide right there at the traffic stop to try and remove the diamonds from his anus? I mean, of all the things to do. So Padilla now uh, faces charges for uh, receiving stolen property and tampering with evidence. (laughs) I guess he's got some 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 Pieces in it. So, uh, though it is unclear whether or not Padilla has an attorney, what's clear is that diamonds truly are a gross best felony. <laughs> That's kind of a yeah. corny uh, corny yeah. post right there. Anyway, so uh, shoving things in your ass just like that, I don't think it's that easy. Uh, I, I know, I, I can't well, do that. What do you mean? You yes, you can. I've
1: seen you do it. No, I do not. I don't shove things in my ass. I've seen you enough I've seen you had enough Bear Runs shoving stuff up in there. Oh, no. Fake news right there. First. Penises, hands, feet, small Volkswagens. wagons. You know, I've seen it all go up in there. Right.
0: Tongues. Okay, so it's just uh, intriguing that uh, the guy... It's just weird. I mean, he's just scared. I think the guy's just... Uh, scared what he's gonna do so he, he did things in a panicky way so i think that's just what happened to this guy
1: anyway in any case it is really bizarre oh you left off the story about mr filipino winning mr gay world it's really it's really a video so i really don't know how to
0: talk about it so anyway so I, there is a well yeah, that was a, there was a
1: story attached to it if you would read it but yeah. the the really cute filipino guy won mr gay world so congratulations Mr. Filipino
0: yeah his name is Carlos and that's it they didn't even give his last name even so uh, yeah I saw the article he's a
1: realtor he's a realtor
0: (laughs) that's right anyway so there's not much to say that he won he won the Miss Gay not Miss Gay but the Mr. Gay 2019 is that what it is (laughs) Miss Gay World 2019 Jan Jepp Carlos his name is Jan Jepp Carlos anyway yeah so yeah, that's so gonna be like game, but it's just really a, a very short article. But look at his muscles, Ray! Look at this! Oh my God! Look at that! Those muscles, Ray! Uh, no, his Instagram page is really nice. Yeah, I bet. Okay, <laughs> Mister uh, Congratulations, John. Are Jeff. y'all related? Can you? Get no, we're number? not related. Can, no, can, you can. Can I get
1: your number? You can, can. I get his number? You can, please? You can. Please, can. I get his number? No. Can I have his number? The computer
0: says no. Okay. Yeah. All right, I guess that's the story for the week. Uh, by the way, uh, Ray, we're gonna take a break next week because I'm gonna be out, and uh, we'll be back on the next week when I come back. Uh, it's gonna okay. be like on the twentieth. We'll be back on the twentieth when uh, when everything's all, all fine. Oh
1: yeah, that's right. Because you're gonna go out of town and miss my birthday. I forgot. I about
0: know. That. Yeah, that's right. That's sorry, right. Ray. Yeah, right. <laughs> I. I was right. not doing the booking. That's why. Right, right right, yeah. right, right. Anyway, okay. so Blame it on your partner. That's right. It's his fault. That's what I, I'm going to go with. All right. I guess that's it. That's for the show for the week. And uh, I guess, like I told you guys, we'll be back on um, May 20th. All right. So if you can catch all these stories that we talked about on Facebook, that's uh, facebook.com slash gaygeekbizarre. If you want to contact us, send your emails to show at gaygeekbizarre.com.
1: Or call and leave us a voicemail at 281-947-2327. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Podbean, Google Play, iTunes, and Stitcher Radio. And go to the official website
0: at gaygeekbizarre.com. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and we'll catch you guys on the next show. Bye. Bye.